Hey, good people. Welcome back. I'm Ashton Gustafson, and this is Let the Music Play podcast. Hope you're doing well. Uh, If this is your first time here, this is where we chat about what it looks like, what it feels like, and what it means to make music with our lives, our relationships, and our careers. Uh, If this is not your first time here, then uh, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. I'm spicing it up a little bit today. I brought the microphone into my car uh, in the park overlooking a lovely lake setting. Uh, So you may hear car doors shutting and birds chirping and wind in the background. Uh, Hey, it's it's all right. It's all good, right? Um, So if you're wondering what some of the background noise is, but hopefully we don't have too much of it. Um, Guys, this is episode 40, the big 4-0. Can you believe it? We've had 40 of these now. Uh, And today's episode is called Good words. Episode 40. Good words. I I love words. Words create new worlds. Words can move us. Words can take us uh, on a journey. Uh, have you ever had someone speak a word over you um, and it totally shifted the trajectory of your life, both in good ways and in bad ways? Um, But today we're not here to talk about the bad. Uh, Today we are here to talk about the good, the beautiful, the true. Uh, And I was just kind of looking back and connecting the dots, looking backwards. um, And I I realized that uh, a couple weeks ago, I realized that for years now, um, I've put words in my pockets. I've put sayings, mantras, ideas, beautifully... Uh, gathered words. Um, I've carried them in my pocket. I I really think I even started doing this around sixth or seventh grade. Um, And so words have had this beautiful, I've just had a lovely relationship with them. Um, And now I've found that we've interviewed some just incredible people here at this podcast. Um, And some of their phrases, some of their ideas, some of their beliefs, some of their mantras uh, have become these words that have hung around me. Um, and have guided me. Uh, And when uh, strife hits, grief enters the mix, difficulty comes along, challenge uh, enters the story. Um, These are some of the words I've leaned on. And so some of you have reached out, you've emailed, uh, and you've said, hey, what are are these mantras? What are these words that you hang on to? Um, And I've just thought, well, let's share some of them. Uh, Let's share some of them. Half of these are going to be from people that we've had on the show. Just incredible moments of interviewing them, having dialogue and conversation uh, and the ideas that they've shared with us. And then the other half, I just wanted to share with you uh, what we use within the four walls of our house. Um, The words my wife and I pass back and forth to each other. The unwritten rules, if you were. Uh, some of the words that guide us, that that keep us in tune, in rhythm, in tempo, um, and the things that we share with our girls and the way we're leading them and the truth that we're uh, walking with them in. Um, and so I just want to talk about good words today. Um, words create new worlds. And you may have heard the, the phrase before, benediction, right? Uh, we get this from like bene, it stands for good, for well. Um, 
dictus, uh, to speak words, words to speak words, good word is basically that. Um, and, and people would speak these over people, uh, in ancient cultures, people would speak words over them and believe that these words would essentially hang around. Uh, they would be a guide. They would stick. They would, they would be like cologne, like perfume. They would be lights that they could pull out and help shine and see the way. Um, and so let's go. Let's just share some good words today uh, in episode 40. Um, one of the best things, uh, huge aha I had, um, after reading Liz Gilbert's uh, Big Magic this year, uh, was this idea that life is happening for me. It's the good word that Liz brought uh, this year in her book, Big Magic. Life is happening for us, um, which is very countercultural. Uh, most people, uh, they enter their days, they quickly become a victim, and life is happening to them. Somebody did this to me. Somebody uh, did whatever to me, and you become the victim. But you can very, very quickly shift that if all of a sudden you say, life is happening for me. This is very, very different than reacting when difficulty comes your way, when a challenge comes your way. Uh, life is happening for me allows the posture for you to face that situation to be one of response. And you're not defensive. And so we don't have this defensive posture. All of a sudden you don't become a victim. All of a sudden you don't start to play the blame game. All of a sudden you go, life is happening for me. Challenging circumstance. How can you be my teacher? Some of you have some interesting people in your lives. They are a bit of a challenge. Uh, they don't see the world that you see the way see the world the way you see the world. Um, there is one way to approach these individuals in these circumstances. You can react, explode, uh, become frustrated, have anger arise, or you can respond. You can find a way to be a redemptive presence. And you can say, life is happening for me. Now, now, you don't do this in an awkward way. You know, when the, when the awkward dude shows up that, that frustrates you, uh, you don't respond with saying, hey, Ricky with a mullet, uh, life is happening for me. Did I just say Ricky with a mullet? I did. Hey, Ricky with a mullet, uh, life is happening for me. No, you don't say that. Um, but internally, you rehearse and you recite these words, life is happening for me. And then all of a sudden, Ricky isn't this hurdle, this hindrance, this obstacle, this challenge. Uh, Ricky, Ricky the challenge gets to become Ricky the teacher. Oh, and you can find a way to breathe deep in that. And somehow, some way, in the midst of the frustrating, frustrating individual standing across from you, you can allow that Ricky to be your teacher and know that life is happening for you. And maybe that's all you needed. Maybe life just needed to teach you something, and it took Ricky with a mullet to do it. Yeah, yeah, Ricky with a mullet. What a what a great character. I'd like to know what you guys are thinking of right now. Um, <clears throat> let's go to another good word. Um, all there's left to do is enjoy. All there is left to do is enjoy. This comes from our friend Rob Bell. We had Rob on earlier in the spring, and um, 
uh, the first time I heard these words, um, I had, it, it, it was a new version of oxygen that hit my lungs. Um, depending on your background, depending on your story, depending on uh, the way you've been raised, depending on where you've gone to school, where you haven't gone to school, the social circles you run in, uh, we all have some type of map that we've been given. Do this, say this, pray like that, go to this school, do that, fundraise for this, fundraise for that, uh, vote for this, run for that, get elected to this, pledge that, do this, get inducted into that, climb this ladder, do this thing, climb that mountain. And then you do all of this and you have this moment where you just kind of go, is, is this all there is? I, I went left when the map said go left. I went right when the map said go right. I voted that way when the map said vote like this. I said, rehearsed, and said this uh, whenever I was told that's how you, that's what you're supposed to say, do in that scenario. Uh, I got this job. I got this award. I got this reward. I got this promotion. I got this family, house, car, vacation, you name it. And then all of a sudden you're still left with this idea of is this all there is? That there's always this undercurrent of like, ah, there has to be more. And y'all know, I've shared my story on here a million times of my burnout, um, and I'm the only one to blame for that. Um, nobody did that. It was all self-induced. Um, but I had these ideas that I had to do everything. I had to make my days more and more about more and more, and I had to do everything and be everywhere and be everything to everybody. And what happened is, is I lost my radar for joy. I lost a North Star of knowing that I am a child of the divine and that the base notes of the universe are those of love, of joy, of hope, of peace. Um, and so Rob shared once this idea of all there's left to do is enjoy. All there's left to do is enjoy. And so like maybe the weekend's coming up for you uh, and you've got four soccer games to coach and you've got a meeting to be at and you've got something for your job that's due and you've got all of these things and you feel like you're stretched a million different ways. Can we just set a tone maybe for two days? Uh, could we just hold hands as a people and just say... Hey, this Saturday and Sunday coming up, we're, we're going to have a mantra that's all there's left to do is enjoy. And so if it's soccer, we're going to find out how to enjoy that. If it's 70 degrees and you can go get a quick meal and have a picnic somewhere, we're just going to figure out how to enjoy. We're not going to hit refresh on our social media streams. We're not going to hit refresh in our inbox every two minutes. We are just going to be. We were human beings before we were human doings. All there's left to do is enjoy. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then we had Glennon Doyle Melton on, Momastery. And, uh, I mean, Glennon just gave us riff after riff of beautiful truth. Um... And the one that she shared in our conversation that I just absolutely loved, uh, she said this, I can let myself fall because the one I'm becoming will always catch me. I can let myself fall because the one I'm becoming will always catch me. 
you know, the universe is okay with falling. Matter of fact, it is woven into the blanket of the whole thing. It is, it is a big, big instrument in the grand music, the grand symphony that's happening. Falling is a part of the whole thing. And sometimes some of us want to avoid the fall at all cost. We want to avoid failure at all cost. Um, But the reality is, is that things will fail. Things will go wrong. And how else will you learn how to do it right without first doing it wrong? I think all of us want to live a beautiful life. All of us want our lives to mean something. All of us want our days to be full of whimsy and purpose and meaning. But for that to happen, we have to risk failing. We've got to set our sail out on an unknown ocean of mystery. And we don't always know if it's going to go great or if it's not going to go so great. I've given a lot of speeches sometimes. One time I, uh, I actually had this huge crescendo for this speech I was giving in Los Angeles. And I'd practiced and practiced and practiced. I get to the end of the message. It was about an hour-long presentation. And my last two to three minutes of this presentation were this totally memorized, uh, uh, just about, about 20 lines of lyrics from a song that I'd written. I look out into the crowd and I just go blank. And people start looking at me and I say, guys, I just forgot the words of this part. And one by one, they started to clap and they all stood up and they give me this standing ovation for forgetting the crescendo of this speech that I had worked so hard to memorize and to bring to them. At that point in time, I, uh, I actually um, remembered what I was going to say. I stood up and I said, hey, guys, let me bring it back. I remembered it now. Um, and I shared those words. Um, and I even shared them with some, like, emotion. I mean, I got really emotional sharing them. Uh, and they clapped again. And, and I'll never forget one of my mentors. He came over. He grabbed my shoulders and he looked me in the eye and he goes, you were human and you were human up there. And this is a moment you will never forget. Um, And so the worst thing I could ever imagine, forgetting this beautiful part of this speech that I'd worked so hard to memorize, it shattered in front of me, but it became this human experience. And the people in the crowd were so gracious. Um, And I failed. I fell. I fell flat on my face. Um, but there was this beautiful beauty that happened in the breakdown. And so Glennon told us, we can let ourselves fall because the one we're becoming will always catch us. Who you are becoming will always catch you. The question is, are you becoming? Are you becoming anew? Are you experiencing resurrection on a daily basis? Is there an element of your life where the old has gone and the new has come every day? This is how what the universe screams, and this is how the universe works at the most brilliant and simple level. Are you becoming anew? And will you remember that the one you are becoming will always catch you? Ah, yeah, good words, good words. And so, um, The last one from one of our friends, 
Franciscan Richard Rohr, uh, he wrote a book once, and it's just called Everything Belongs. Everything Belongs. The past, the good, the bad, today, the moment, the fear, the certainty, the uncertainty, the known, the mystery, uh, the beauty, the breakdown, the joy, the frailty, the whimsy, the ache, the sorrow, the anger. It, it, it all belongs in the grand scheme of this human experience we've all been gifted with. So don't try to deny this. Don't, don't try to turn your head in another way. Don't, don't, don't try to change the challenge that's on your path. Know that it all belongs. Scoop it all in. Experience all of it. Taste it to the very last bite. If it's a season of sorrow and grief, be in it. Grief is proof of just how wide and deep the reality of love is. If it's a season of joy, do not be concerned about wiping that smirk off of your face. I've got this new thing now where I was driving a few days ago, um, and I just noticed that, like, my eyebrows were very serious and scrunched, and my face was, like, scrunched, and I was just driving through town. There was nothing going on, but there was, like, this, this like, very serious whatever. Um, and I just began to smile. I just started smiling as I drove. Wouldn't listen to music, rolled the window down and just smiled. The universe changed in that moment. Everything belongs. Everything belongs. The people you disagree with, they belong. The people you don't understand, they belong. The biggest challenges in your life, they belong. The victories, they belong. It all belongs. May we not boast in our deepest regret, or may we not feel so bad about our deepest regret and may we, may we not boast in our greatest award um, but may we realize that everything belongs yeah those are good words those are good words uh, so now about um, my house so like you know it's it's one of those things to uh, sorry that was the car beeping there um, it's one of those things to talk about uh, other people and their good mantras. It's another thing to talk about um, the house and, and, and the things that we share within the four walls of our home. Um, and some of these, you're going to be like, Ashton, you've said these all the time. Uh, but these are our mantras. These are our beliefs. These are, these are the things that we hold on to. Uh, the first one is this, uh, the idea that wonder, waltz, and awe is greater than win, lose, or draw. To have a posture of wonder, of, of waltzing with the beauty of the world, and a posture of awe before mystery is greater than the game of who's in, who's out, who wins, who loses, who's up, who's down, win, lose, or draw. This thing that we've been given isn't a game. This thing that we've been given is a beautiful story. Matter of fact, it's a never-ending story. I read somewhere this last week that our days are not these concepts of once upon a time, but our days are these concepts of a never-ending story. And so the way this works in our house, um, we don't keep score. We don't keep score. Um, we don't keep score. And, and, and it's been beautiful because my wife and I, we've, we've passed this back and forth recently. Um, and, 
you know, the husband-wife thing. Well, I watched the kids this day. Well, you watched the kids that day. Well, I made the lunch. Well, I took out the trash. Well, I did this. Well, you did that. Well, I did this. There's this little bicker thing can happen, and, and we don't mean to do it. It can just happen. And in the midst of it, we both now go, we don't keep score. All there's left to do is enjoy. And when you can remove that verbiage out of your home, you can then get to experience the beloveds that you've been given. And one of the greatest gifts I hope to give our kids is the idea of we are not keeping score here. We believe in beauty. We believe in love. We believe in joy. We believe in peace. We don't believe in up or down, in or out, win or lose, uh, win, lose, or draw. We believe in wonder. We believe in waltzing with the universe. We believe in awe before mystery. And we aren't keeping score around here. Can you imagine to have that author your days? Can you imagine to have the idea that there isn't someone keeping a score or a tally on you? We've This has been a new idea and a good word in our home. And I hope you can find it um, somehow to be useful in yours. Um, the words that I've had written in my pockets over the last few weeks uh, have been this. Love has my back, my eyes, my hands, and the energy of my words. Love has my back, my eyes, my hands, and the energy of my words. Oh, um, I don't have much for you there, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, put that in your pocket. Love has your back, right? Like I believe that is a bedrock belief for me. Um, and love has things for me to see. And love has things for me to say. And love has things for me to do. Do you see how, easy, how much easier that is? And how much of a more beautiful reality that is to, to accept when you say things to yourself all the time, like all there's left to do is enjoy. And we don't keep score. And I can fall because the one I'm becoming will always catch me. And life is happening for me. Do you see how I can sit here and say, I have a bedrock belief that love has my back. Of course I do. Life is happening for me. I can fall because the one I'm becoming is going to catch me. Um, all there's left to do is enjoy. Everything belongs. Do you notice how your, your fist just fling open wide? And you don't hold the fist of cynicism and pessimism, but you hold these open palms to hold the mystery and the beauty of your days. Love has your back. Um, and like, yeah, I kind of said that with some force. I believe it. Love has your back, okay? Like maybe you need that today. Maybe it's challenge at work, challenge at home. Um, maybe, there's, maybe there's some lies that you've believed. Love has your back. Love has your back from east to west, from north to south, no matter where you are on this planet floating in the cosmos. Love has your back. Let's go. and Love it. Uh, and of course, we've got to say this good word. More and more of less and less. Make your life more and more about less and less. Make your days more and more about less and less. So like maybe you're a mom 
and you're concerned about flashcards and you're concerned about getting the lunch right and you're concerned about the P- PTA program and you're concerned about the soccer and you're concerned about the what they're going to wear to school and you're concerned about that, can I just tell you that nothing in the day compares to you grabbing them by the cheeks and saying, I believe in you. Nothing compares to you grabbing your child right by the cheeks and saying, love has your back. We don't keep score here. I'm so proud of you. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't correct when, you know, difficult, you know, challenging behavior happens and we don't correct that. But it just means, hey, we're better than that, bigger than that. We don't keep score. We're not going to keep score. Love has your back. We don't do things like that around here. Um, We can think that our days are about so many things. Did you know that you only have 1,440 minutes every single day? And if you sleep eight hours, now you're under 1,000 minutes. And most of us, when we hit the floor every morning, uh, we say something like this under our breath, I have 1,000 things to do today. There's 1,000 things I'm supposed to do today. Well, newsflash, you don't even have 1,000 minutes today. And if it's true that there's only so many things that are actually vital to you, your life, your relationships, your career, if you're in the business world, I would guarantee you that 20% of what you do generates 80% of your income. If you run a church, I would promise you that 20% of what you do affects 80% of the beauty that goes on in that place. And in your house, I guarantee you that 20% of your time with your family actually somehow leads to the beauty and the meaning and the grace that you want to experience. So make your days more and more about less and less. Write down what is not relevant. Write down what you have believed and what you have convinced yourself is, is essential. And then take a step back and go, do we really need to do this? Is this, if, if, all, if all there's left to do is enjoy, do we need to be doing all of these other things. Yeah, more and more of less and less. And then um, this podcast, this metaphor, uh, it's, it's a mantra in itself. Let the music play. Let the music play. Um, a lot of people have asked me, what does let the music play mean to you? Uh, it means to let go of cynicism. It means to let go of pessimism. Uh, It says we're not here to compare, we're not here to critique, we're not here to defend or offend. Um, There is a cosmic song at play, and we want to play a very small role in it. We want to play our little part. There's a garden growing, and we want to be just a little flower there. That, to me, is what it means to let the music play. So maybe you experience, um, maybe you've had an experience with a doctor, I don't know, an attorney, uh, a pastor, a mom, a friend, a restaurant, an experience. Um, and it was just transcendent. It was, it was here, but it echoed of another beautiful truth that you know is to be true deep, deep down in your bones. Um, grab that person by the shoulders and tell them thank you for making music. Thank you for letting the music play. Thank you for... Uh, Uh, bringing beauty in the midst of the chaos. Let the music play. Maybe you need to write that in your pocket. Maybe you need to write it on your hand. Maybe you need to write it somewhere, uh, put it up in your car. I don't know, but I hope some of these uh, good words and truths will stick with you. Um, Signing off here, I just had to share with you um, 
these words from Sleeping at Last. And uh, our buddy Ryan O'Neill from Sleeping at Last, he's, he's written, um, I mean, he's just a vault of absolute beautiful information. And this one song called South, uh, the lyrics just absolutely um, blew my mind. And I thought, man, we've been talking about good words. We've been talking about truth. Uh, we've been talking about the idea of a benediction, a good word surrounding you. Uh, and I wanted to read these words to you from his uh, song called South. He says this, Some truths over time can learn to play nice. Some truths are sharper than knives. Some truths we only see in the corner of our eyes. Some truths we wish we could hide. Some truths can save us. Some take our lives. Some truths are fire. And some truths are ice. No matter what category you fit into, truth's got its sight set on you. If true is north, then I am south. I can't figure it out. God knows, always looking up till my eyes give up. That's how I lost touch of who I am and who I was. I mean, how good is that? So good, so good. Some truths were sewn into our DNA. Some truths unravel the fray. Some truths keep growing taller than giants. Some truths take our breath away. Some truth gets tired the longer we wait. Well, some truth gets tired the longer we wait. If true is north, then I am south. I can't figure it out. God knows I'm always looking up till my eyes give up. That's how I lost touch of who I was. If true is north, then I am south. And then he ends with this. Some truths are gentle, forgiving, and kind. Some truths are hard to define. Some truths are crooked, with rough edges too. But some truths wear like comfortable shoes. Some truths are loyal as the shadows we lead. Some truths are stubborn as gravity. No matter what category you fit into, truth's got its sight set on you. Oh, so good. Let's go. So yeah, um, truth's got its sight set on you, right? Good words. Surround yourself with beautiful truth. Maybe, maybe you need to put them in your pocket. Maybe you need to write them on your hand. Maybe you need to set them up in your car. Maybe you need to send them as auto reminders via email. I don't know, but I know that life is happening for you. I know that all there's left to do is enjoy. I know that you can let yourself fall because the one you're becoming will always catch you. I know that everything belongs. I know that we don't keep score, that wonder, waltz, and awe is greater than win, lose, or draw. I know that love has your back, your eyes, your hands, and the energy of your words. I know that one thing that's going to change everything is when you wrap your hands around making your life more and more about less and less. And I know that all of us want to let the music play. So may you surround yourself with good words. May you know that truth and beauty has its sight set on you. May you ride it on your walls, ride it on your hands, slip it in your pocket, wear it like a pair of boots, surround yourself in good, beautiful, and true words. It's got its sights set on you. 
and this week as you approach your days. May you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode on Good Words. Today's episode is brought to us by Holsty, our good friends at Holsty, Mike Radbefar and his brother. Uh, unbelievable work they've got going there. Be sure that you sign up for their monthly mailing. Uh, it's a beautiful experience. Holste, H-O-L-S-T-E-E.com. I love everything they are doing. The Holste Manifesto uh, has been such a joy and a light in my life, and I know that um, there's a lot of beauty they will unlock uh, for all of us. So make sure you go visit Holste.com. We'll see you next time.